Happy Monday, everyone. It's a brand new day and a brand new week. And I had to take a week off because I got the flu and I was in bed for six days. It was probably the worst I've ever felt in my life. And I had to take a week to recover. I mean, there was a whole week that I couldn't even talk. Hopefully, I won't have an episode, like a coughing episode or anything like that uh, while I record this episode. But I'm glad that I'm able to be back. I am happy that I was able to be fully disconnected even from like my normal routines because I felt so bad that I couldn't even get out of bed. So my morning routines, even my meditation, everything completely changed. And The moment I sat down to write for this week, it felt great. It felt like I had a brand new perspective of this quote, which I had already picked before I got sick. So it was, I had so many realizations that I didn't even get to write about, but it was like a more individual kind of like reflections that I had and that I'm sure at some point they'll come out in future podcasts, uh, future episodes, but this time I really enjoyed writing this. It really felt close to my heart because I have I have struggled with this multiple times and I'm sure this will come back multiple times again. And this in all honesty, like I selfishly 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 huh sometimes you know sometimes how like you say things and they just sound weird. So I've been selfish. <laughs> writing a lot of these blog posts because they truly feel like something that I want to get out. I want to put my words on a screen and understand them and I want to listen to them and I want to say them out loud and I get to understand them differently. I get to understand my thoughts in a different way. So it has been kind of like a selfish act as well, writing this. It is, I think I've mentioned this before, it is very healing, but also so many people have mentioned that, you know, they, they resonate with the messages, they resonate with what I say here. So, you know, when we heal individually, when we try to understand ourselves individually, we, without knowing it, we're doing it collectively as well. So... I love that I get to do this. Okay, so with that said, this week's quote says, When a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower. As you may already know, I love learning from nature and using nature as a way to understand patterns, cycles, and in a way like gentle behaviors that I could possibly adopt to bring a sense of ease and acceptance in my life. And one of those things I've learned to recognize with my plants and my garden is the importance of paying close attention to what the plants need and then take a small action, wait for their response, and then make small adjustments. It is this really close relationship that I have created with my plants and my garden and really being able to notice closely what they need. And funny enough, while I was writing this, it it also reminded me of printing with my big presses. There is a rule that 
you pretty pretty much live by as a printer and it's that rule is one variable at a time which means that whenever you start a run of prints whenever you start printing there are many things or variables that are contributing to the overall quality of your print and in order to figure out what is potentially taken away from the quality of that print you must adjust one variable at a time so basically troubleshooting is adjusting things one tiny thing at a time so that was always a rule that i followed in printing and in my garden it is truly similar and with anything i believe that with troubleshooting or with trying to find out answers it's like we're experimenting so if we change too many things at the same time it's always going to be really hard to figure out what thing helped right and plants unlike my presses have been the most loving and gentle teachers i've had and you know my presses were a completely different beast uh you know, I love them as well, but they were not gentle and their lessons were not gentle. They were always like really in your face. I had to get really dirty. It was always hard to troubleshoot, even if it was one variable at a time. It was it was a completely different approach with plants. They are really just the most loving and gentle teachers. And there are so many things that I've come to realize with them that truly help me be more compassionate with myself. And today's quote reminds me of a reflection I had the other day when I went to visit my mother-in-law. She's also a plant lover. And since she moved to her house recently, she has been making the backyard her own. And that includes a lot of new plants. And a couple months ago, she got seeds to plant this beautiful plant, this climbing plants that have pretty white blooms. And and by the way, like I never know names for my plants or any plant. Like I, that is something that I have not developed or have, I haven't really felt interested in learning which one is which, because I actually think that that has helped me have a relationship, a closer relationship with each one of my plants. Like I'm not researching necessarily what plant is this, what does it need, what type of sun, what type of light. I've just been more like, okay, what is she telling me? In a way, I've felt like it is training me to listen to nature in a different way. So I love doing that. So that's why I'm like, I have no idea what plants she was planting. So she got these seeds to plant these pretty white blooms, but they're also like, they have a ton of green. And when she planted them, when she planted the seedlings, they grew so fast and so healthy. And she planted them in this like little tray that usually you use to start your seeds. And they like within a week, they were so big and so green and so just beautiful. And she had a ton of those baby plants to plant around her backyard. So she combined some of these plants in three different pots and placed the pots in different areas in her backyard. And last week, or it was maybe two weeks ago, when we went to visit my in-laws, 
I went to the backyard and my eyes could not believe how big one of the plants was. So like I said, she planted, she combined all of them in three different pots. And one of these pots, I just could not believe it. In just over a month, this plant had reached all the way to the ceiling of the gazebo where she placed this one. And it was already wrapping around the ceiling. It was unbelievable. I was like, oh my goodness. And it was growing so healthy. The leaves, the greenery was like, they were so big. The The leaves have like heart shape and they were so big. Amazing. It was just incredible. And after seeing that plant growing like that, I was curious to see how the other two pots were doing. And I went around the gazebo and found that one of them was really struggling, or at least compared to the first one I saw. This one, the second one, had probably grown only eight inches in height, while the other one, as I said before, it was already uh, like on this, touching the ceiling and wrapping around it. So it was probably like six to eight feet tall. So the second one was like maybe eight inches. It was like barely growing. It didn't really have a lot of leaves. I could see the stems that were just po- like poking out of the soil. So then I went looking for the third one. And that was growing, but it was growing in a completely different way. It was more, it was almost like growing sideways and it was bushier and the leaves were growing in quantity, but were rather small. So like those heart shaped leaves were tiny and it was like a lot of them. It, it almost looked like it was a completely different plant, but they were all planted at the same time and they were exactly the same plant. So observing this, I immediately remembered a conversation I had earlier that day with one of my friends who has been struggling with her job. She doesn't seem to be fully enjoying it, even though it is a position she had wished for for years. And her main dilemma is that this dissatisfaction has happened before with other jobs And in her own words, she said she doesn't know if there's something wrong with her. Because again, she's not satisfied with something that she had wished for for a long time. And then it's it's happened again in different other jobs that she's had. And I have been there multiple times before. In fact, I, I think I probably mentioned this before in the podcast, but one of the biggest struggles I faced when I wanted to make a change in my career and stopped offering the services that I had been working on for seven years was the fact that I had created this company myself. I I chose the services. I chose what I was doing. And so I totally resonated with that feeling of something must be wrong with me. So what do the plants have to do with this? So as I mentioned before, all the plants came from that same, the same seedlings. They were all planted at the same time, taken care of by, by the same person, planted in the same soil, in very similar pots. But the only difference between the three of them was that they were placed in different areas in the backyard, which means that they all received different amount of light, rain, and pollinators. 
because they all had different plant neighbors. And there was a clear response from the plants to the environment they were all exposed to. So it made me think about the way my friend has felt about her job, the way I have felt about my company, and how clear it is that there is a core belief that we have been operating under that says, I am the problem, like Taylor Swift's song. Um, and now, I mean, here's the thing. I, I think I've said this before and I say it again. There are different approaches, mindset, mindsets, ideas that will work for us in different seasons or situations in our life. And that, and you know, that saying, if I'm the problem, I'm the solution has come in handy for me before. But it is incredibly important to recognize when it's the best time to use which mindset or as I also like to call it, which tool, right? And in my friend's case and my own experience, when I started to question if there was something wrong with me because I didn't seem to be fully satisfied with my job, that thought of something must be wrong with me didn't push me to take action and make adjustments. Instead, what this thought left me with was a constant exploration for my problem. So I would basically overanalyze everything that I was feeling, the reactions, the thoughts, the expressions. It left me in this state of hyper-awareness of all of those things I could gather as evidence to confirm that something is wrong with me. And today, I look back at this and I can clearly see how this left me in a loop that would never end. In psychology, they talk about confirmation bias as the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. And this is a game a lot of us women tend to play. I think that we are all well aware at this point that for most of us, life has been a constant game to show our worth, to look for validation from the outside world, and to make sure we fit in within the standards of what is good, what's okay, what's acceptable. And in that constant and exhausting work, we have slowly given our power away and have been, we have been left with the idea that we are broken, that we have a problem, and we must learn where that problem is, we must learn the lesson, and we must fix the issue. I think this is very important for me when I first started, you know, working or like trying to understand myself and working on growing spiritually and personally. And we always, I think we always hear that saying that, you know, if we don't learn the lesson, the lesson is going to come back to us in a different way, in a different shape and whatnot. And I feel like that idea has somewhat created this fear that we are not being able to see what is happening clear and that we have a problem because we haven't learned the lesson because I'm still getting triggered by whatever is happening around my environment, whether that is people, the task, the anything, the commute, like anything. And we keep 
I, it, I see it a lot in my friends and family. I hear it. I read it in different stories, in the books that I read. This happens for both, like for any gender. But I think for women specifically, because we've had so many boxes to check to make sure that we fit in, that we're always hyper aware of like what are we doing wrong and it's always this constant battle of like finding what we're doing wrong where is the lesson and why am I not seeing it and why am I getting triggered if I know that this is happening but like I must not be aware enough of what well where the lesson is because I'm still getting bothered by this and blah 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 and it is this constant loop and struggle on trying to find that evidence that will show us that oh yeah yeah it's me I have a problem because I'm still not happy with this so yes we will always have to look through our toolbox and see which tool to use in different situations and as we already know life life is a constant balancing act and sometimes perhaps that saying of if I'm, I'm the problem, I'm the solution, it may come in handy. And it may come in handy in a way that like in that moment, I'm like, okay, I made a mistake, I can fix it. But as a core belief, thinking that there's a problem with us, this is where I think, you know, that we need different type of tools, And what I know for sure now is that whenever I start to question if there is something wrong with me, it is a sign to remember nature, to remember the lessons from my garden, to remember that the light, the water, and how I nurture myself is ultimately the secret to thriving in any environment. When I remember this, it helps me feel empowered and it helps me get out of a loop It helps me take action and make adjustments one variable at a time. Because again, when we are in a loop, in a constant search for what is it that is wrong with us, we will always have evidence. And that is once again confirmation bias because we would use anything that we could possibly find as that confirmation of, oh, okay, this is what it is. And then we get in this mode of like, I need to fix it. And then we get so intense with that goal of fixing our issue that all we're doing is making that one thing even more um, like intense, right? So like if we are triggered by something and we notice it and we're like, oh my goodness, like I'm reacting like this again, I have to fix it. And then we don't fix it and get that we get like um, frustrated with ourselves because like, I should know by now, you know, and it's this constant loop and struggle of just being hard on ourselves. We have an issue, we haven't fixed it, then I found another issue and I reacted worse. And it's just this constant loop of just being hard on ourselves and not realizing that so many times, I want to say 100% of the times when things like that show up in our life and we have the awareness and we pay attention to them, those things that are triggers or that are pains for us or that are subjects that are sensitive, they are all sensitive because they're looking for love, right? If we think about like being imperfect, imperfections are imperfect 
because they need love. I believe 100% that the way of the heart is giving ourselves love, is giving ourselves love in all of those areas that we have this understanding that, you know, that they need to be fixed. But really, they don't need to be fixed. They They need attention and they need love. And we need that love. So staying stuck with this idea that there's something wrong with us and that we must have a problem is something that it is not doing any favor to our growth, to our evolution, to the way that we're going to perceive ourselves. It is doing completely the opposite. So whenever you feel like this, whenever you're finding yourself questioning if there is something wrong with you, because you know you don't have the answers because you haven't overcome something because you still get triggered because whatever it is this is a remind reminder to go out to nature look at what plants have to show us to really remember that once again like i said before the light the water and how we nurture ourselves is ultimately the secret to thriving in any environment. Like those three plants taught me when I went to my mother-in-law's house and it was so obvious. They were all the same plant. They all came from the same seeds. They were they all had seemingly very different ways, you know, like the soil, the pot, everything. But they were placed in completely different sections of the backyard. So the environment is going to affect the way that we feel, the way that we grow, the way that we show up. And it's not our problem, you know, it's not, or not that it's not our problem, it's that we don't have a problem. That is not the core issue. We can always make small adjustments. How can we adjust our environment What else can I do today to nurture myself more? For those plants, of course, the one that was struggling, maybe it it just had way too much water and not enough sun. So maybe for us, that looks like maybe we are being too hard on ourselves and we're not giving ourselves enough time to feel like we're taking care of ourselves, right? Maybe we are missing all of those morning routines that we know that we enjoy or those night routines. Maybe we're not giving ourselves enough time with the people that we love and we are spending too much time with the people that because of the circumstances of our work and, you know, like the job that we that we do on a daily basis, it takes our energy away and all of that. Maybe we need to compensate with something else, but it's not necessarily that, you know, there's something wrong with that. Do we have room for transformation and improvement? A hundred percent. But that is all coming from, If it, it can all come from like a true transformation is always going to come from love, from a gentle way to approach who we are, knowing that there's nothing wrong with us at our core. And that whenever we feel like that, it is a reminder to give ourselves more love. So I really hope that this helps you feel in any way better for all of those moments that I know for sure that you have felt like there is something wrong with you. I love you so much. 